Okay. This is alien theorists theorizing. <laughs> and who's hosting this thing? Uh, I don't know. Well, I'm Braden. I don't need anything to support my claims. I'm pretty much the Donald Trump of fucking podcasting. I'm Zell. So, okay, this is the guy. Officer Ron Pond. I'm Andrew. Some motherfucker's still trying to ice skate uphill. Dan. Dan. <laughs> it is fact. It did happen. Mr. Conspiracy. No, I, no, I no, imagine no, they're holding no, you no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm Byron. And in a town called Humpty Doo. Space news. Not much for space news today. Low, low chance of CMEs. Auroras. Unza Jack Unterweiger? <laughs> Could you imagine that guy murdering you and he had that accent? Oh, I'm terrified. I'll make it way worse. Stabbing you, screaming. <laughs> Show me the papers. Show me the papers. You guys ever heard of Pink Sock? She pretty much she prolapsed her bubble. Yeah. Okay. You know? so what are these? Yeah, yeah, Pink the Sock. Sleeve came out, the sleeve right? came out. Yeah, the sleeve came oh, out. Oh, you know what? I get, that looks like that dog in Thailand. Yeah, I've seen dogs like that all the time. <laughs> Just yeah. dog in Thailand. It was pretty much dragging its ass. Oh my god. <laughs> Everything you read about her? Wait, is there. You think there's a drain in the bottom of that tub that would be, have a high pressure? Ooh. Oh, that's a good idea. Oh, if you got Holy fucking shit. sucked down and your fucking like butt was it, right on that. Case file 13. Those crazy Russians. <laughs> Deja vu, anyone? Sound like Dr. Shivago, whatever his name is from The Simpsons. <laughs> like they weren't fucking us going like, oh, fucking dead mountain. That sounds cool. It's, you want to hike? Yeah, see, I've never said that. No, ever. No. No. Almas or El Nasty? El Nasty? El Nasty? Oh, <laughs> man, from now on. I'm not even, I'm not sure. A piece of Whoa. paper with a scroll on it. Case file 15? 16. 16. I guess this one is, uh, we should call it on making a case for flat earth. Crop circles. Like, I don't want to just leap to aliens, but aliens. It's fucking aliens, right? (laughs) Officer Officer Rod Pod reported for duty. I almost don't believe this story anymore because I'm like, a Canadian story and the guy's fucking name is Ron Pond. Any demons around? We are your vessels. Ouija, 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 hear us now. So the Anunnaki are, refers to a group of gods from ancient Samaria, and their name is a derivative of the, the words Anu and Ki. It's fucking crazy because no high-rise steel structure has ever completely, utterly failed from fire, ever. Hello? What the fuck? What the fuck was that? What the fuck yo, just happened? What, yo, what just happened? Where documentary evidence will like will be unlikely to exist. Because <laughs> <laughs> when did we become interested in aliens? And it's like, well, when does anyone become interested in aliens? That's, when that's was, a dumb question. When you're, when you're born. Welcome to Alien Theorist Theorizing 2017 Edition! <laughs> oh, shit! We're yeah. firing off of all chains! 
Keep oh, going. yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. Case file 32. We're high flying. I don't, even, I, I don't, I don't, I don't even have to say. I don't have to say. What you I don't know. Like, I'm pretty drunk. What case file is it? Is it 32? Yeah, it's, it's 32. You got that right. We're back. It's, 2000, hey! it's 2017. We're back. Harder, better, faster, stronger. Yeah. Alien theorist theorizing. Uh, so what you listen to is a clip of uh, our kind of best of. I don't know. It's, you know what? It put a smile on my face anyways. Well, you know what? Was, you, you try and take fucking 40 hours of audio and put it in three and a half minutes. It's impossible. So no, that's that's a huge, that's, that is a Herculean task. That was fucking great. I got so, one, day, one day I just sat, I sat here in the studio. I got max level stoned and I sat here for about four hours trying to do that. And, so, that's, and that's what came out. Alien theorist theorizing. Uh, case file 32. Alien species. Alien races, alien species. Alien species. Species. <laughs> no one really gets so, that joke unless you heard our own. No, no one podcast, gets that joke. The only person that might get that joke is Amanda Berg. That's it. The Berg, yeah. Anyways, the Berg. as always, I'm Zell. I'm Braden. I'm Dan. And we're back. Woo! Woo we're, baby. Back. we're back. Oh, it's Long fun. hiatus. No, oh, it was, who's... Uh, I'm five fucked up. I forgot to turn my ringer off. Tweet, fucking tweeters. Um, it's uh no, it's good to be back. Like we people are messaging us, giving us shit. We told you we wouldn't be back till after the fucking holidays. Yeah, we did give notice. Hey, we yeah, said we, we said mid we said mid January and it's we submitted the paperwork. Yeah, we said mid January and it's only January sixth. We're recording this, so that's, and people that's pretty like, good. Oh, when do we get a podcast? When when do we when do we get a new alien HET? When all the time. Like we told you guys, why well, I don't know what you expect, but I can give you some reassuring news. 2017 is looking up. We're gonna record. It's a big year. If if you can go by our pre-podcast conversation, there's gonna be a lot more ATT this year. You know what? Last year, but, was, last year was a building year for us. Everyone was starting new jobs, building shit, starting new careers, yeah. trying to make money, trying to fuck with the system as best we could. We did it. Now we're here. Now we got time. We got more time now. So we are established. Yeah, we we do are have as, time. Uh, <laughs> referring to a previous conversation, we are a legit radio show now. Apparently, this is true. for some reason we that came legit. up. That's a complete fucking falsity. But that's okay. We'll call, it, we'll call, <laughs> ourselves, we'll call ourselves a real radio show. Uh, legit internet radio show. We are on the <laughs> internet. We are technically a radio show. Uh, not too many radio. So show, we're legit. Not too many radio shows do hear this. Little little beer opening there. <laughs> oh, what are you drinking tonight? Oh, tonight I am drinking Phillips Slipstream Ale. It's good. It's real good. I'm drinking. Uh, uh, this is actually very fitting to have, and I don't always drink this, but like it's just been fitting. I'm drinking a Granville Island Lager this week. I thought you were about to say Dos Equis when so I don't always drink beer, but I don't always drink beer. But when I do, it's Dos Equis. No. Because uh, I've been drinking, I I feel like every time I've been really drunk on a podcast, I've been drinking winter ale. The but last, I'm, the last I, few for sure. I'm pretty drunk tonight, and I've been drinking a variety of beer. And it just so happens that when we started recording the podcast, I pulled a Granville Island Lager out of the fridge. Like it's fitting. So, uh, yeah, it's very fitting. Um, so uh, what should we? What should we? First off. Let's get a fir- first uh, the first podcast of the new year. Fuck Miss Conspiracy. 
That guy, fucking dick. What a f- he's the definition of a dud. That's what I gotta say. Yeah. What a dick. We would have we would have had a we would have had a a new power hour out for you guys last week. He fucked last us. week, and he fucking dicked us. You know what he told he me? Fucking you know what he told me? Showed. What he, he told? I I talked to him on like a Wednesday. I was like, okay, we're recording uh, the Saturday night, eight thirty. Can you make it? Actually, no. It was actually it was a Sunday night because it was a holiday. The Monday. He's like, yeah, no problem. Sunday night, I go to double check because I always have to. It was about three thirty. He's like, yeah, man, I can't make it. I got a family dinner. I was like. Family dinner. You oh, just had two weeks of fucking, fucking. You had two weeks of fucking holidays. How many family digits can you have? You're gonna have one on New Year's Day. It's podcast time. He's like, sorry, man, can't make it. Fuck him. What a fucking dud. Well, you know what? That's he's th- that's his part of the show now. Is just un- us making fun of him. He doesn't yeah. really have. He's that not even part classic, of the show. Classic Mr. Conspiracy fucking us over. He's so got, you got a name like Mr. Conspiracy? You think you want to come every week? But nah, he can't do yeah. it. Yeah. You're on a show like Alien, ATT, Alien Theaters Theorizing, and you got the code name Mr. Conspiracy. You know, yeah, you show some pride in your work. That guy, he's a fucking, he's one step below, below Mongoloid Jerry. Mongoloid Gary. Mongoloid Jerry? <laughs> yeah, well, just in case there's a Jerry out there who's also a Mongoloid. It's probably a couple. But also Mongoloid Gary. Mr. Conspiracy is right below them. I'd rather have Mongoloid Gary on the show at this point than fucking Mr. Conspiracy. Well, at least Mongoloid Gary Fuck probably it. shows up if we invited him. Yeah, he does. He'd complain about it, but whatever. Yeah, he'd give us a one-star review, but he'd show up. Um, so what should we do first? Should we do some Twitter reviews? Or, I mean, some, um, some fucking iTunes reviews? Or should I go right into the UFO encyclopedia? So I'll leave, I, it, I'll leave I, it up to you. It's, we're freewheeling tonight. First episode of the year. Right. Yeah, we're just, we're drinking beers, we're having fun. Yeah, let's do. Uh, I'm I'm feeling like doing the fucking UFO encyclopedia. Okay, well, uh, so right, bring it. Let's, let's this try. is the UFO <laughs> case file of the week. Dan Ryan, you know the drill. Beep boop beep boop beep boop beep beep boop beep beep boop beep boop beep boop. Stop. Oh, perfect. All right. Like sound effects too, by the way. So, I know. First off. I said I was gonna preview this. What sound effects? That's uh that's the that's the oh, that, fucking that, oh that was that's the, the that kind was a UFO of that's wheel. the type of fucking that's, that's high quality podcast. That's, <laughs> yeah, that we're gonna All run right. in 2017. That's the database. Right. Okay. Right. Yeah. You got, you got us. Okay. So let's hear let's hear UFO case file of the week. All right. So first off, I'm gonna. I remember at the last case file. I read one that was pretty shitty, and I said I was going to canvas this book and read a good one. You fucked up. Well, that didn't happen. So we're going right from the da- <laughs> random database entry, and this is the one that I was stopped on. Uh, McMinnville, Oregon. On the 11th May, 1950, a UFO passed over Trent Farm near McMinnville in Oregon. Miss Trent was outside feeding rabbits and she noticed a huge dish-shaped object flying towards her. She called her husband, who brought their camera, and the Trents were able to take two black-and-white photographs of the object as it passed silently across the sky. Oh, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Even the, even the condone committee was forced to list these photographs as the only ones they were unable to dismiss and in their findings concluded that the photographs were consistent with the Trent's description of the UFO. The Condon report conclusion was 
This is one of the few UFO reports in which all factors investigated, geometric, psychological, and physical, appear to be consistent with the assertion that an extra, extra, extraordinary flying object, silvery, metallic, dish-shaped, tens of meters in diameter, and evidently artificial, flew within sight of two witnesses. In more modern times, these photographs were subject to complex computer analysis. And those two confirm that the object appears to be large and distant. There is no evidence of fake, faked. No, there is no evidence of, oh, sorry. There's no evidence of supporting wires or other clues that the object may have been faked and therefore remains a most thought provoking image. The photographs proved to be, almost identical to a photograph taken by a pilot in Rouen, France in the summer of 1954. Well, oh, that's, you know what? That was not a bad one. one. That was the first that one you've said good. where at the end it doesn't you say, see? and there's no evidence to back this claim. Yeah. And this one was fake. They were crazy. <laughs> see, the trends were, the trends were just the perfect, uh, responsible UFO you know, sighting people. It's like she told the guy to go get the camera. He got the camera, came out, and took the pictures. It's like it's not that hard. <laughs> no, I'm gonna tell you something. If I seen a UFO, you're gonna you're getting HD. You're getting HD quality. I'll tell you that right now. Oh, right? I got a fucking iPhone six. That shit's getting snapped. I was like, as if you can take a picture of your meal, every single meal that you eat now, and post that shit on Instagram. It's like, why can't you just get pictures of UFOs? I, got, I gotta say right now, I hate when people do that. I hardly ever, I, I hardly ever, I hardly ever check social media like that. Like personally, only on Alien Theorists. But when I do, and I see those fucking pictures of food, I'm like, what a waste of life. Come on, who cares what you ate? So I'm like, we don't want to see your food. We want to see UFOs. We want to see weird stuff, man. Go outside, look, see food look, anywhere. Look at the sky. Take a picture. Don't. Who cares a fuck about <laughs> your noodles? No one gives. No one cares. <laughs> Anyways, you know what? That, right. that was pretty good. That was the best. That was, that was the best UFO of the week. For that's sure. the best one we've had out of that book that, so far. That was. The, I I like started reading. It, I was like, oh, this one's gonna be done. And it was pretty good. So, um, I haven't even looked up the Trent photographs, and I'm not going to tonight. But look up the Trent photographs. Let us know what they look like. <laughs> I'm just reading out of this book. And for your information, I'm gonna. Uh, if you're interested in this book, it's called the UFO Encyclopedia, the most comprehensive book on UFOology ever written, compiled and edited by John Spencer. Not a boy, Johnny. So, uh, Johnny S. So, good good work. Um, he should have spent, you know spent, you know spent a little more time uh, putting in the stories in there and make sure they had a little, yeah. bit, of, a little bit of evidence behind them at least. Take you know, a couple that, one, that, one, that one was good, there. so we'll keep doing it. You're like, oh, what are you, one, yeah. one for three now? Not bad. Uh, yeah, not that's bad. one for three. That's so, not bad. Not that's, bad. That's, about the per- um, that's the percentage we go for in this show. <laughs> you know what uh you know what that you know what time that is you know what that brings us to what's that huh you know what time it is what time you know is what it time it is when i'm finished with ufo encyclopedia you know what i do normally after this space news oh space news <laughs> um so i got a little bit of space news for you guys first off uh aurora watch this one's a little special because uh, as some of the Twitter followers may know, I recently bought a new kitty and I uh, was looking for a new name. Uh, there was many names. Some people wanted me to name her Prolapser, uh, Prolapse, 
uh, Elisa, Elisa Lamb, Aurora, uh, lots of good names. Um, I, I, one of the final names I thought, Oh, Luna, someone said Luna. There's a whole bunch. Uh, I, I originally had picked Aurora, but it's kind of a hard name to say to a cat all the time is what I found. No, it's not hard. It's not a hard name to say to the cats. It's a hard, hard word for you to say, period. Yeah. yeah, so it's like so I'd be like I think you get you know, it right one out of three times. Yeah, we've watched, we've watched be, you fucking stumble over this word for like a year now, so it's probably a good thing you didn't she'd do be, that. <laughs> she'd be we like, will be getting right. brain addiction lessons this year. <laughs> so, I I changed her name last minute, so whoever was curious, her her final name is Luna because it's easier to say. Luna, I like it. Um, it's it, so she's uh, she's crazy. She's the official cat of ATT. Um, but back to space news. Um, there is really high probability probabilities of uh, auroras, auroras um, tonight, January sixth and January seventh. So if you're anywhere in the northern hemisphere um, and you got a really clear sky, take a peek. Sixty uh, percent chance and up. Like uh, it's been a really slow year thus far, and so far this is the best chance we've had. So. Even I've taken a peek, but I'm I'm totally overcasted over. But if you get a chance to see auroras again, snap pictures and send them to us. Like there's nothing more than we want to see than your aurora photos. You know, like we th- love that shit. There has been people send them in. Like there's been a few, but I keep I keep missing them on Twitter. And by the time we get to record, that's gone off the Twitter feed, so I always forget. So if you're going if you're going to send us some if you're going to send us pictures of anything, make sure you hashtag prolapsers. Prolapsers. Because yeah. that's the only way I keep we keep track of it there. We can find it. So if you're going to do it, send it there. Yeah, if you want to do anything that you want us to make sure we eventually see, at this point in time, you have to say hashtag prolapsers. Yeah, it just get, it gets lost in the feed. And I, know, I don't go back after a couple of pages because I'm lazy. So you got to yeah. do it. Um, so yeah, so you got a high chance for the next two days of seeing some uh, pretty good auroras. We're fully inside a stream of solar winds. So uh, keep your eyes to the skies for the next couple of days. Uh, it'll be a sight to see. Um, all right, next up. So uh, I think we talked about this a couple uh, weeks ago. We talked about those radio. They detected radio signals. Oh, the six new signals? Yeah yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. So uh, they've, they've, they've pinpointed, they've pinpointed uh, where these signals are coming from. And where is it? Oh, yeah, they put it. They put it in the neighborhood. They uh, they found out where they're coming from, or at least the area. The area. It's uh <laughs> the galaxy. Yeah, because I mean the host galaxy that they think, to their best estimate, can guess where these radio signals are coming from is FRB twelve eleven o two. That's where these uh, are coming from. So th- this is the first that they've actually uh, like they finally before they were just receiving them. They, they didn't have it pinpointed and now they have it pinpointed to a distinct galaxy. But it's right. one of those things where it's like, even if we're getting them now and we wanted to send something back because of time, chances are, even if we send something time like back, both whatever sent this original message is long gone. Yeah, it's fucking weird. I mean, they say it's the only reported fast radio burst from a single source that they've ever encountered so that's fucking pretty cool yeah. but no it's super fucking cool but yeah if like if we if with our technology like sending something back 
at like a straight line distance of time, it's impossible. Like it's fuck never get there. Or if it gets there, we'll yeah. never get anything back in our lifetime. Like it'd take forever. Yeah. Like, yeah, and they they haven't they didn't rule out I mean, it's kinda cool. I mean, it's a good thing for scientists, but they didn't rule out aliens right away because of the, the strange nature of the radio uh the radio waves is because they actually repeated. It wasn't just something that was just a burst. It was actually like a repeating uh I don't want to say signal, but it was like a repeating uh of itself. Broadcast. And they have they they put out a couple theories about what it could have been um or what it could be. And there's a lot of cool things of like what they think it might be. Um, they say it could be some sort of kind of neutron star with like a powerful magnetic field. And then it just it, as it spins, it produces these 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 radio waves or it could be like another like a, a neutron star, like uh, inner like interacting with a black hole or something like that. And it's like, oh, that's that's fucking cool. <laughs> that, that's so fucked, man. It's it, it, it's so mind boggling for me. Shot a quick drink. Yep, I gotcha. <laughs> it's so mind-boggling to me that like we're sitting here on fucking Earth, recording a podcast. Time's going by, but meanwhile, somewhere else, there's fucking neutron stars reacting with black holes, sending radio waves. Like almost like yeah, it's just nuts. Fucking blows my mind. It's fucking the vast, the vastness of the universe is just it's insane. Like the amount of stuff happening at one point all at the same time is is infinite, and like we can we can't even comprehend like pretty much any of it. We just, yeah. see, we just yeah. it's like it's not even that we've we haven't seen all of it like no. this stuff that they're theorizing nobody's seen it they're just theorizing like this could like this might be it but nobody's ever really seen it but theoretically this is what would happen you know yeah they're just there's just a couple of guys like us just a little bit smarter <laughs> you know what? Hey, they're not smarter they just went to school for a long time and paid a bunch of money to have a title behind their name really yeah so yeah I, that's a very good point. So but we are. They're just, probably they're probably pretty good at math too. Well, we are you know just what? as good as them. We are for the every record. every bit as good as them for sure. Yeah. No, it's it's fucking crazy because you know these scientists they like they obviously they won't they won't uh, say they believe in aliens visiting Earth because there's no scientific proof. But what they will agree on is like every month more and more scientists are agreeing that because there's so many planets that the Kepler t- space telescope space telescope is finding. Like, it's just, it has to be. There's more life guaranteed 100%. Pretty much like everyone's on board. There's, it's just a matter of time before we really get a distinct encounter with, like, a, like the world or something, rather than just a few eyewitnesses. We're living in crazy times. Gotta say it. Fuck. Very crazy times. Okay, I got some space news. Is that it for space news? No, I got, oh, no. I, I, got a little more, I got a little more space news. I got one. I'll go, I'll go and if you want to go again, then go again. But... Phys- know, yeah. Physicists have observed the light spectrum of antimatter for the first time. How crazy oh, is this? Yeah. After two decades of trying, physicists at CERN have reported the first ever measurement of the light emitted of an antimatter atom, revealing that anti-hydrogen is the exact mirror image of regular hydrogen. Oh, it's cool. So uh, this is from ScienceAlert.com. It's a big, long article. I'm not going to read it all, but if you go look it up because it's pretty crazy because... The, the result pretty much is they've confirmed what has long been predicted by the laws of physics that opens up a new way of treating Einstein's special relativity. So they're saying this is like a, it's like a changing point in physics. So what? there is a mirror universe out there yeah. where Spock has a mustache and he's evil. Very well could be. <laughs> 100% there is. But they're, they're curious because like what we can observe is there's a lot more matter than antimatter in the universe, how we observe it right now. So it's just another another clue into that kind of that kind of area. So it's pretty cool. 
Um, speak, sorry. Um, well, speaking on the term of matter, I had a space matter news. Um, and basically right now, um, what's her name? Uh, this uh, Dutch physicist, Eric Verlind, uh, she's or he's saying that dark matter doesn't exist. There's no such thing. And his theory against dark matter has passed the first test. So he he's like on the verge of revolutionizing everything right now. And his theories that are not working against Einstein, they're working with Einstein's and all the other theories, just that um, gravity, the grav, the like the steep that gravity fails, falls at a way faster rate than previously thought. Uh, and so it, it makes dark matter useless. And I guess his theory passed the first test. So, okay, wait, so his theory passed the first test. What does that mean? So basically what it means is uh, a group of scientists across the fucking globe got together and they're like done all the mathematics. And so far, the first stage of this have, it's all sounding pretty good. They've, they've got many more tests to do. But basically, I'm fucking far too stupid and illiterate to really explain this to you. So if you're at all <laughs> interested in this, look up Eric Verland and just type in a case against dark matter and read the articles. It's it's honestly very intriguing and it's very dumbed down that even I kind of understand it. So uh, I'm sure all of our listeners will grasp it fully, but it's it, it's it's really interesting and uh, it's just cool because it could be it's one of those ones to follow because it could be who knows maybe 25 years from now. Uh, Eric Verland's being taught in schools, right? Right. Who knows? So it's just like it's past yeah. like the first, it's like it's in state, it's in peer review, and there's some of his peers are like on his on his side pretty much. They're kind of yeah. Some of his peers are like, hey, this is like the math, like everything's working out. It's this fucking mind boggling. That's what yeah, they're saying. It's all coming up solid. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, no, it's pretty interesting stuff. Cool. Um, I have a bunch of other space news, but I feel like we've been gone, going on for space news for a while. Yeah, we're, on, we're like it's the first episode of the year. We can do what we want, but let's save the space news for next one, and uh, let's get started with some alien races. Fuck alien races! Alien what species. What everybody came here for. Alien species. So there's like, how, fuck, how many alien species are allegedly visiting or have visited Earth? Oh, some- dude, so many. So many. You heard it straight from Brayden. So many. So many. So many many races. Um, So how do you you want to start? You want to to give a race? You want to give a race that's supposedly uh, visiting right now? Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. You got Uh, it. Okay. Okay. Uh, Basically, what's going to happen? Here's how we're going to do this. I got a lift. I got like Dan and Ryan have a legit list of like legit alien races that I've heard of. But I also have a list of some fucking batshit crazy alien races that I'm going to read from. So I'll go, we'll go, we'll kind of like rotate between like the ones we've all heard of and then these fucking batshit crazy ones. Okay. Give us the batshit crazy. Let's Um, hear it. Okay. So I'm going to randomize. Like this list is fucking huge. So I'm just going to scroll. I'm going to scroll. I'm going to scroll. I'm going to, I'm scrolling up and down. I'm wiggling around. And I'm going to stop on um, 
The Dolls. The Dolls. D A L S. No, D A L S. Okay. Now, mind you, like other ones I'm I'm gonna read to you guys have bigger descriptions, but this one's pretty short in description. So I'm gonna read it and we'll kind of discuss it a little bit. The dolls <laughs> the dolls <laughs> I I haven't got three words in and it's already you funny. You can't even speak. All right. The dolls are a handsome Nordic looking race. So they're the Nords from Skyrim, basically. Right. Much like the Northern European Caucasians. They are able to breathe our atmosphere without special equipment. It must be understood, however, that many, if not most, of the extraterrestrials do not have the Adam Cadmon style of physical bodies that we have. It's important that this not scare us. That's, That's it. The fuck does that mean? That's the description. Oh my god! What is That's the, the description? Adam, what is the Adam Cadmon style of physical bodies that we have? I don't even know what that is. Uh, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. Why is it important not to scare us? Oh, that's fucking. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so that's a weird one. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so uh, is there any uh, any evidence behind those those aliens coming to Earth, or that's just a? Uh... Um. Well, I guess if you've ever seen a good-looking Nordic person, uh, they could potentially be a doll. So I have... I'm kind of Nordic. I have Swedish ancestry. I got blonde hair, blue eyes. Am I I a doll? Might be a doll. You may be part part doll. Do you have those Adam Adam Cadman style? (laughs) Yeah, do you have the Adam Cadman style of physical bodies? This is really really bringing a lot of light to my life here. Like I realize who I am now. I, You've just changed Zell's life. Yeah. For the better or for the worse? So I know. just want to let you know, it's important that you not scare us. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, tr- I take pride in not scaring people, so you guys are safe. All right, perfect. Um, no, that one's, uh, that was just a random one. I was like, I'm just going to read the first ones I read. And that one was, uh, fuck, fuck that. That one sucked. Okay, um, uh, who's next? Who's up? Dan, fucking take her away. What do you got? Okay. Um, one of the most popular tropes are like the stereotypical visitors of our planet. Usually you could probably say are the greys. Now, there are a couple theories about where the greys come from. Uh, description wise, they're the, you know, the tiny little bodies, the big heads, uh, large, uh, glassy or wet looking black eyes. Um, pretty much uh, when you talk about aliens or you talk about the abduction cases, this is probably the most popular uh, type of extraterrestrial uh, description that you get for most abductee cases yeah. and things like all that. The, all the pictures you see are of grays, like the, the fucking big head, the black eyes, like most of this, they're stereotypically like the, I would say like the pop culture alien is the grays. Yeah. Now, uh, there, there are two, Two theories that have the most traction with the greys and as in, uh, in terms of origins. And uh, the first one is that they are from a system called uh, a binary star system called Zeta Reticuli, um, which sits about 35 wait, light years. Wait, off. hold on. Hold on. Is that by 82 Arandi- Arandini? What? Arandini? Or is that, <laughs> by, is, that be- is that between 82 Arandini and Alpha like Musano? 
<laughs> yeah, you must, I think it you is. Must, you must, you must, you must be pretty close what? there. Yeah, you must be pretty close. I think it is. It I think sounds it's like right an Italian there. restaurant. Those are actually those are actually the two stars in between those. I had that looked up. I had that joke ready to go. Yeah, that one <laughs> locked in my. Oh, uh, 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 some people say they came from there, but uh, uh, conflicting theorists have also said that uh, that if on further inspection of that binary star system, it, they said it's it's not old enough to support the kind of life that would. Um, or support the kind of life structure that these these grays that they they are the beans you know organisms capable of intergalactic travel. Um, but to me, that's such an ignorant thought. How do we know how old it is? Well, uh, they kind of no, say like, from the from the frequency or from like the like the spectrum of the stars that they which they've in, they've inspected the, the stars are are. Mostly, they're younger than ours by like they're younger than our star by like two billion years or something. That's if all our math is right. Right. So you know that thing. So there, there's a that's that's one of the theories that uh, gained traction after somebody, uh, one of the um, like an Air Force whistleblower, uh, came forth talking about uh, referring to the gray aliens as zeta zeta reticulans, and that they we've been in contact with them. And we've actually set, and there's a uh, report which we might talk about on a later show um, that uh, Air Force officials were actually sent to their visit their planet in the Zeta Reticuli star system. Um, it was kind of like an exchange program or something like that. But uh, the second theory about Greys is that they're either time travelers that they come from the future, um, and that they are actually in need of genetic material. That they've come here, and that's why you get so many abduction cases of people being taken aboard and experimented on, and uh, types of genetic or reproductive experiments are carried out on them. Yeah, I've definitely, I've definitely heard that before about the greys. Is that they? The theory goes that they actually they can't really reproduce on their own anymore, so they have to take other other beings and kind of fuse their DNA, say with ours, to create some type of hybrid race to continue. Yeah, on. I have a note here that they. Uh, they're impregnating human females on a massive scale and later extracting the fetuses. Most of their biological materials comes from cattle mutilation. However, it is, it is, known, it is a known fact that at times they have done human mutilations. These materials have, found, these materials have been found on their crashed UFO crafts. But uh, yeah, fuck. I like some of that. Because, you know, you hear about the cow mutilations and you hear about the, the abductions and stuff. And so that could make sense to me. They're like, they're using our females, like stealing the eggs and then pregnant. Like to me, I'm like, oh, okay, I can get on board with that. Yeah. Like I can get on board with that too. But why, why the cow mutilations? I don't get on. I don't, I don't know. Like why, what's, what does that have to do with anything? I've why always, not? I've, always, I've just always wondered like why, why mutilate cows? Like what? Uh, what's that get? What's that getting these fucking super advanced hey, alien beings? Let me tell you something. Have you ever just spent a Sunday afternoon mutilating a cow? <laughs> no. Are you talking about like go, go to a steakhouse? <laughs> well, house? let me tell you something. <laughs> You're missing out. So everyone out there, you know, your next Sunday, you just find a cow. Just go ahead. Just you know, give us bring a along little... a cooler with a couple beers in it. You know, yeah, just and, start, and just start mutilating the old, away. Do the old Sunday mutilate. Like there's nothing better. <laughs> You heard it straight from Braden. 
he does not speak for the rest of the alien theorists, but yes, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's fine. Okay, so you got the short grays. I'm going to go ahead and say you got the tall grays. Another another uh, group of extra extraterrestrial beings. And uh, supposedly they are between six and eight feet, maybe even nine feet tall. And they are some type of overseers of the short grays. Maybe short grays are some type of their genetic puppets. But I guess these these tall grays are pretty much the same. They're in the same categories as short grays, but they are the overseers of, I guess, the diplomatic missions to Earth. We've talked about it before as, like, humans, some of our governments have packs with aliens to exchange technology for them being able to abduct citizens. And I guess, supposedly, these tall grays are that race. They are the diplomatic side of it, of the short grays. And the short grays are just, like, the, the peons, if you will, who go do all the dirty work. But the short gray or the tall grays, I guess, are supposed to be from the same from the Rhine constellation close to the star Betelgeuse. Maybe they say maybe either orbiting that star or within somewhere close to that star. They say they say constellation Orion. That's a big constellation, man. There's a lot of stars in there, so fuck who knows. But yeah, it was. Uh, that's all I could find. Like without with the grays, I they got the short grays. You got the tall grays. They seemed pretty much to be the same type of species, but the tall grays being the ones you kind of call the shots. As far as I can tell. Any thoughts? Um, Well, it's hard to say because it's like... Like, Andrew's pretty short. Like, fucking... Our buddy Ahab... Like, Ahab Medlab. He's pretty short. You know what I mean? Like, so... But we're the same species. He's short, but he's only, like, five inches shorter. He's not that short. Yeah, but here's the thing. Right? Like... If you're if you're like a tall short gray, what's the difference between the tall short gray and a short short like tall gray? Like I wonder if people are just I wonder if that's just a very human thing that we're just like we're just labeled we're just like yeah there's tall ones there's short ones tall ones are in charge because they're tall. Uh, yeah. I wonder if they're hey, just, it could be so. I if you're saying the short grays could be like three to four feet, but really the yeah. whole the whole gray species is actually three to nine feet. Yeah, the, and I, I bet there's some grays out there be like motherfucker. I'm fucking three foot six. I'm I'm the smartest being in the universe, and these motherfuckers think I'm the grunt. So are we like, been are we but, been a, are we been a little prejudiced to the grays? Is that what you're saying? I think I think we're being a little prejudiced to the grades. No, they could have some sort of caste system. Like uh, I want to hail back if anybody out there remembers Invader Zim, like one of the greatest TV shows ever, <laughs> where the two tallest the two tallest uh, uh, of that race were the ones in charge just because they were tall. <laughs> Referred to as the tallest. The tallest. Well, yeah, there you go. In that case, maybe it's one of those things where it's like we think they'd be way more civilized, but really they're just like, in some instances, they're very primitive. They're like, no, you're not tall enough to lead. I can see how. Or they just put tall people in charge, even though they're completely inept and, and incapable of leading. They but they just put them in there just because they're tall. Yeah. <laughs> uh, could, it would explain could be, some of the. Could be. the the stories you hear of the poking and prodding are <laughs> they're they're probably the ones that are responsible for the cattle mutilation when they came down to this planet they're like let's see uh the short regrets report that the two dominant species on here are these cows they seem to be referred to as cows and another species that walks on two legs which one should we uh abduct first your tallest yeah. yes and he just says yes yes and like, okay uh, so we'll do both uh, Fucking grace. Um, but they're the, they're definitely the most popular alien 
um, report is the Grays, hundred percent. Mm. Yeah, especially with abductions right. and stuff, definitely. But yeah, yeah. give us a give so us. Let's hear for some uh, some less popular ones. Some more. All right, uh... that's a crazy one. Accessing database. Lyran, L Y R A N. The Lyrans were the original ancestors of our galactic family. Many thousands of years ago, their their civilization reached a very high technological level. However, fell into disagreement and factions within their culture. These factions went to war and destroyed much of their society. Many of these beings from Lyra uh, left in their starships to colonize the Pleiades, the Hades, and the Vega system. Some of these Palladians of Lyran ancestry also came to Earth during the Lumerians and the Atl- Atlanteans period. The Lyrians now have long evolved past the conflict or warlike stage of evolution. These other civilizations could be looked at as our galactic cousins. As the original human inhabitants of Lyra, who have a common origin in the Terran humanoids, were driven out of that system. Man, what the fuck am I reading? <laughs> I don't know. What the fuck? <laughs> I haven't I understood. I it up. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't understood a word of this one. Okay, let me. I'll, I'll just finish it for the fuck of heaven's sake. <laughs> Who have common origin in the Terran humanoids were driven out of that system many thousands of years ago. Some of the present day inhabitants of Lyra, of the Lyra constellation, are are. Be of rep, reptoid descent. Fuck okay. spelling them. What, whatever that terrible. means. During the Lyran Wars, which are mentioned in several contactee accounts, a mass exodus of humans reportedly left the system and escaped the Palladians. The, the Hades, which are 130 light years from Earth in the Taurus constellation, and to the Vega which is also in Lyra. This region, like our own system, is still a battleground between Saurian greys and humans. Wow, I don't know what the fuck that means. So Sounds basically, like freaking Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> yeah. So basically what this is saying is that there's like humanoids like us that originated from Earth that have left Earth. You know what? I get aboard with that. Like we were here. We built the pyramids. We had this technology that we don't fucking understand now. Humans from that time left. Now they're fighting these wars against these aliens in other galaxies. Well, you know, sure. Why not? Why not, eh? Could work. Why not? Who's to say? Who's to say? But, but honestly, like, this is almost as bad as the fucking UFO in Second Because I didn't <laughs> understand. <laughs> I was like, I read that now, so I was reading it. I was like, I don't understand these big words all put together, and they're not making any sense. I zoned out for about uh, three minutes there. I don't know. Yeah, what, I well, don't know what you said. It took me about ten minutes to read because it's so fucking hard to read. <laughs> well, you know what? There's a lot of alien races, and that's just one of them. So, well, let's move on. Well, yeah. basically, that one saying is Lyrans are basically us. They're just older us. So it's like it's well, not they're us alien- from a from a from the Lyra system, basically. 
It's, it's like Battlestar Galactica. Spoiler alert. Spoiler humans alert. Were running from was running from uh, robots and they colonized Earth thousands of years ago. So, you well, know, that's you know what, what it sounds like. You know what? All these all these alien races. If you go like if you go with the science, the science way, everyone says that if there was a different race to evolve in a different system, they would not be like us. But all these alien races you'd hear about are all like bipedal. They all have two arms, two legs. They got two eyes, and they look like hu- they're humanoid. Yeah, they're so, like anthropomorphic. They're they're most of them are of you know they got yeah they they got the two legs, two arms, two eyes, kind of form. Yeah, so like the theory kind of goes this way: is that most of these aliens, at least the ones that we're talking about, they're either because we always talk about we talk about interdimensional beings. So maybe these are just humans from a different timeline, more advanced, traveling back in time. Because in order to be like... Anti-matter humans. Ooh. (laughs) Maybe. But it just seems like weird that all these alien races that they talk about, they're all... They look like humans. So either the Anunnaki were human-like and they created humans in their image, blah, blah, blah. Like That's how God and all the stuff came into beings. Or just life in general in the universe has one way to evolve, and that's like us, just in like slightly different forms. There's like, there's like, like maybe. I mean, there are other. I know I've heard of other uh, other alien races being mentioned that are not exactly like us. That either they're energy based beings or they're uh, something like that. But those are usually secondhand accounts, like people get from either abduction experiences, like they have. Uh, some other uh, like there's some sort of galactic covenant of aliens like they're just like they all come together and they work together um, and like the one that's at the head of it is the type of like hyper evolved uh, you know hyper evolved species which is they're they're beyond like physical form right so there's they're now just like a vibrating energy frequency that's like right like omnipotent things like there's fucking everywhere kind of thing yeah well, it's like, I don't know. It's just, uh, I, I kind of think of it as, I've been kind of thinking about it lately as if you look at all the planets, all planets form relatively the same. They kind of form spherical with like a, a center mass and whatever's around it, Who like different planets vary. But in every sense of the word, everything kind of forms the same way, like suns form the same way. So maybe in, maybe life all around the galaxy or the universe ends up forming the same way as us. Why does it have to form in a different in a different way? Because I know scientists they always say like, oh, if it was in a different galaxy, it would be a silicon-based life form, and it would be it would form different. But maybe not. Maybe yeah, maybe why? maybe nature has this a, a one distinct formula, just like they do for creating planets and stars. Whereas intelligent life forms just like us, just slightly different depending where you're from. Who knows? That's a fucking really good theory, actually. I've never I never thought of it like that. Like, like, yeah, why? Why does why does shit have to evolve so differently? Like maybe like matter, maybe energy itself just has like a natural mathematic formula where we just form how we are. Because if you break down like humans, like your human joints and stuff, it all kind of fits with like the mathematical formula of the Fibonacci sequence. Like your joints, like the distance from your first joint to your second joint to your third is like the like the one one three the one one two three five or whatever it is like the Fibonacci sequence. So yeah. maybe that just works for races of all systems. However, they evolve, all evolve well, it's similar. Like, and it's it like to be honest, like I can't see humans evolving any further than we are at. Well, like I could see humans evolving further, as in further, like the let's say the tall grays, where they are human-like, 
but now they're so advanced they don't have their maybe their heads are too big they can't actually give birth <clears throat> they can't give natural birth to like their offspring anymore so they have to genetically either clone themselves or hybridize themselves with a different species like yeah. that's I, like, I think we I I think we kind of use the word like uh, humans evolving. And the fact is like evolution is like a, it's, you know, it's the physical and geological response to like outside stimuli where humans like we don't really uh, respond to outside stimuli. Like we, we don't adapt to our surroundings. Now we have the abilities to make our surroundings adapt to us. Right. Like that's what we do. You know, so it's like, yeah, if we were evolve any further, like, I mean, some, I mean, if anybody's watched The Expanse or read the, uh, some of the books in that, in that universe, it's like the, the only way that we evolve is like some, like if you put people out in space for long enough, like, you know, if you were born in space in a low gravity, um, in a low gravity environment, your joints would change, like the way your body forms, like your, some people say your, your, your bones would get longer, like your head would become larger, uh, things like that. So, I mean, if it were one of those things where humans, um, like maybe we are like the, the base, like we are evolved for this, we're a template, like there's a template and it's we're like, the base we, model. We evol- well, yeah, well, it's like for this planet, our form is, our form is, you know, perfect and not, maybe not perfect, but it's like the, the best form for this, for this type of environment, this earth. And then there's another a form of us, but they're different for like low gravity, but you know they might almost be a different species, but they're still the templates the same. Like, I, I think I would go along. With I like that. So, so like there could be one form of evolution or one form like one form of intelligent life, but depending on where you have, like evolve at or where you come into being at, like we're on Earth, so we evolve like this. But if there's a species that evolves on a low gravity planet, they still have two arms, two eyes, two legs, but they just evolve like super skinny. Very yeah. long and tall for like low gravity. Yeah, man. Ah, yeah we could have all been that. part of one race, and it's like you know you put a you put us on like a another planet where there's like a, a low atmosphere, high radiation from a star or something like that, and you know our skin evolves to something like a reptilian, and it's like it's tougher and it, it repels more radiation, things like that. You could could just be like that, something like that. Fuck, who's to say? That's a pretty good I like, one. I like those theories though. I like that theory a lot. Um. Okay, hold on. Let's take a let's take a Twitter question break. Okay, Ooh. let's do it. All right. So we got. Hold on. Let me count. One, two. Um, got a couple. We got four questions that I want to answer right now. Um, so the first question is from the S. Our our old buddies at the something something cast. Um. They ask us, what are your thoughts on the recently disclassified Chilean UFO footage? I watched it. It's cool. You guys seen it? No, I haven't seen it yet. What is it? It's, describe it, man. Okay, it's, well, it's here. What, are, you, just, what are your thoughts on it, Ryan? Okay, well, I would just watch it briefly before we started recording this. And I guess like a year ago, the Chilean military had a helicopter and they were they seen a UFO and they switched like infrared like infrared spectrum and they're watching yeah. they're watching this ufo and i guess this ufo like it doesn't look like any like it's a ufo it doesn't look like any human craft that we've seen and every once in a while it's like a couple minute video and then it starts ejecting like these plumes of clouds behind it as it's flying but you can't see it with the uh, normal like visibility spectrum you have to switch to infrared 
Yeah. And it just starts shooting out these like fucking weird like black clouds behind it. Well, they're not black, but it's because it's a black and white picture. So whatever color there, who knows? It's invisible to the naked eye. But oh. they, at, well, sorry, it was actually two years. It's been two years they, they've, they've taped this and they've been investigating it for two years and they finally declassified to the public because they don't know what the fuck it is. It's a completely UF, like a complete UFO sighting. They don't know what it is. It was infrared only. Super, super weird. Like, fuck, I don't know. Like, I just watched it briefly. It just came out. I think that actually just came out this morning, maybe last night, but it's a really, really weird UFO. It's fucking, I think actually, I actually put it on Twitter as aliens, question mark. So. Really? Oh, yeah. Well, I'll definitely have to fucking look that up then now. Yeah. If you guys haven't seen it, search Chilean Navy declassified UFO and boom, it's going to pop right up. It's pretty fucking cool. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now, and they're following it on the IR camera. This is what? Yeah, it's just a, it's, it's like it's a weird fucking weird footage. Yeah. Um. Huh. Okay, so uh, question number two on our ask me anything, uh, Zeki or Zeki, Sage of Stone at Zektown. Uh, thoughts on John Titor or Titor? John Titor or Titor? I think it's Titor. I I I've, uh, I've read about this guy before. He's the time traveler. Supposedly, is he a time traveler? So, Ooh, supposedly, supposedly, John Teeter came back and he was on like a Reddit thread and he was like saying all this weird shit about this like old computer that he had to come back in time to get. I haven't looked much into it. Much into it. It would make probably a cool case file on time travel. But well, we we have said we're gonna do one on time travel, so maybe we should touch on Mister Teeter then. Yeah, like yeah, we'll we'll leave it for that because there's it's some weird stuff. He says some like weird stuff that, like, unless you really researched what you wanted to say as a hoax, like it's it's pretty cool. Something about like an I, old IBM computer they needed. He's like comes back from the year twenty thirty seven, and comes back to ninety nine, then two thousand one, then two thousand six, and blah blah blah. But I guess like he had a Reddit page and people could ask him live questions and he would instantly give the answers for a while and then he just 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 disappeared like he just was gone. So it's a pretty fucking cool. It's a pretty cool case and we will probably touch on that sometime. Dan, you heard of that? No, no, I haven't heard about that. That, that sounds pretty cool. That sounds interesting now. Okay, well, yeah, we'll we'll leave it for now because he yeah, has John John Teeter or John Titer, whatever his name would have been or might have been or is been or. Well, uh, yeah, we'll leave it for a time travel. Travel, yeah. I'll, I'm making a note right now. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, Aruku Saki. Well, it's that's our old buddy Cobra La. Cobra La, original Pro. That's the name of the shredder. Yeah. <laughs> Aruku Saki. Yeah, yeah it is Aruku Saki. That's right. It is original shredder. <laughs> so fucking funny. Um, you guys ever hear of Harp? Some pretty weird stuff. Oh yeah, uh, the weather control. We've heard of yeah, Harp. Yeah. We have heard of yeah, Harp. Government weather control. Uh, yeah, we're gonna do. We're eventually gonna do a case file on Harp. Like I don't know if it'll be just on Harp, but it'll be geoengineering in some form. Yeah, it'll be. Harp it'll be. Others, yeah, for sure. it'll be all that. I will. I will say right now that uh, it 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 is mentioned as a uh, government project to control the weather. Um, 
whether it's for military purposes or stuff like that, it would have to be a secret project because there was a treaty signed uh, in nineteen in the nineteen seventies by uh, multiple countries, including the U.S., that said they would not use uh, weather control technology for military purposes. How fucking so, crazy is that? That they actually had they had to they make that had treaty. To sign a treaty. If they had to make a treaty like you know that, you know they had some type of technology that they could do it with. Well, like, it was it was crazy. it was directly a result as research as research was starting to go into cloud seeding technology like producing rain by uh cloud seeding by uh, you know injecting chemicals into uh uh into clouds to produce rain and and low moisture uh low rainfall areas so they had to sign an actual treaty in the 1970s um i can't remember the exact name of it but i, I looked i looked into it before and it was like there was a treaty signed by multiple countries including the u.s where they would not use this technology or any other type of like weather manipulation technology for for military purposes so and it is pretty so insane that you had that, that, that exists that. It's crazy because that means that it exists like it there's does. Some, yeah there's countries out there that can manipulate weather that's so fucking crazy. But I, no, it makes sense. Like if you have enough energy and you can throw all the energy into the ionosphere in a certain direction and then the weather will f- kind of follow the like the heating and cooling of the atmosphere. So if you can like heat the atmosphere yeah. in a certain way and push weather in a certain direction, you could technically divert hurricanes yeah. and shit like that. So, I mean, we could definitely talk. We could make a show out of like weather manipulation. Yeah, uh, that's definitely. Or, yeah, like like you said. That's definitely on the list. That would be fun for geo, like geoengineering. Definitely, like I know people talk about chemtrails and shit. I, I know like chemtrails. Per, me, me personally, when people say like, "Oh, a plane goes by and there's some fucking streaks in the sky," that's a chemtrail. That's bullshit. But I'm not. There is some weird stuff about some of those streaks that very well could be some type of geoengineering thing. So we'll get into that sometime in the near future. Here. Um. The. Aroku Saki asks us a couple questions, but I'm going to do one more of his, and then this is the last one. Uh, do you think the world will ever really be like Terminator? I mean, with self-aware drone, drones that hate us. Um, not in our lifetime. I don't think. I don't think we'll see AI that is fighting us in our lifetime. I will say, I hope not. Not yeah. in our lifetime. <laughs> yeah. I hope not. <laughs> no. But this is. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say like. We've kind of touched on this AI, like the problem with AI before. And I think if you really, if like you almost have to like put an inherent genetic code into AI saying that like you serve humans. And if you really put that into AI before they're actually developed, I don't see them in our lifetime or in the near future really turning rogue and fucking wiping us all out. But maybe in a couple hundred years or when the AI gets really advanced, hey, who knows? But right now, yeah, um, I agree like, this probably, is probably not. This, this is a perfect segue into my next batshit crazy alien race. Synthetics of several Synth- different types and varieties. Although reptilians and humans apparently utilize artificial intelligent devices or organisms, technology itself being immoral, neither good nor evil. The draconians, as well as some. Controlled humans have apparently developed biosynthetic or mechanical entities as extensions of their activities. This is especially true with the biosynthetic cybernetic creatures, which the reptilians have allegedly created using cybernetics 
and bio biological organs stolen from animal and human mutilation victims. What? This is yeah. Buddy, this is Fallout 4. No kidding. <laughs> the synthetics well, I mean, are... Uh, it would make sense. I, well, I mean, the stealing the stealing stuff from humans and, and cattle, I don't know why you would do that. If you have the ability to produce, produce like, a synthetic life form, like, why would you need to steal parts? Like, I would assume you'd be able to generate, uh, you know, body parts. <laughs> let, me, let me finish this. The, the synthetics are many types, some of which are very human-like and which may be used as infiltrators. Others apparently look more like gray entities created after their own image, yet are not re reptilian, yet instead a type of molded entity from containing a sponge-like substance. What the fuck? This is <laughs> well, I, mean, that, I mean, that works into the, that works into the theory that the, the tiny grays are, you know, they're, they're molded after the, the tall oh, grays, but does, they're just yeah. artificial. You know, they're, are, they're artificial. And they and just create them just to yeah. to work around and and but, just, you know do the do the dirty work. Here's here's like here's why I like the idea of synthetics. Our fucking organic bodies just they don't they're not time tested. Like we don't last the test of time. Like we don't. No, we die. We fall relatively apart. quickly. Yeah. So well, the I'm idea saying that they would need these. They would need the synthetics to be. Um, you know, yeah, as infiltrators, because probably if their planet is drastically different than ours, like our atmosphere, makeup and, and things like that, they would need some sort of, you know, they, they can't if they cannot shapeshift or they can't change their bodies in some way, it'd be easier just to create like if they have the level of artificial intelligence to create like a self-sufficient kind of robot synthetic that would just it'd be easier, I guess, logistically than having to create some sort of suit or something like that well Makes i've sense. always i've always thought that like i think my personal theory is is like i don't know if i believe in the grays and the reptilians and stuff but like i definitely think if there is an alien race the alien race has sent its collective intelligence in an ai like an untethered ai and the ai's only job is to expand and just like just catalog and just continue to travel the galaxy, traverse the galaxy. So it comes, it takes genetic material, collects, it leaves. So it's Brainiac from Superman. Yeah, essentially. Yeah, yeah. Why not? Well, I almost think. I almost think the if it was something like that, I almost think more in like longs of the the Black Knight satellite, where you send some type of AI to a planet to constantly observe what's going on. So say yeah. say you're a super advanced alien race and you can make these fucking black knight satellites that transmit let's say through hyperspace like not just through like uh light speed you can fucking like send a message 10 light years in fucking 5 minutes or something let's say. So if say you're one of these alien races you send one of these fucking satellites so all these planets you think may have life I I could kind of I could see that if you're that advanced and you could like throw one of these fucking satellites at Earth and you can throw one of these satellites on Mars you can throw one of these satellites in different fucking solar systems, yeah, yeah. I mean that I think that jives with the the theory that like if there's some sort of life form out there they're the same they they might have developed under the same circumstances that we did like they developed within that that uh, what the scientists describe as the Goldilocks zone right. and planets 
there's the, there's that certain area, uh, you know, distance from a star, uh, certain gravity conditions where a planet, Earth-like planet, would develop. So maybe they just sent out these Black Knight satellites to just these these star systems that they identified that had those Goldilocks zones, and they just send them out there looking for life that you know might be like them or oh, they figure would look like them. That's so oh, fucking wow. cool, man. Because that's a great. That's a great fucking theory. Say, I'm gonna take that. I'm gonna take that theory. Say right now, because we have like this Kepler telescope, and we can identify all these planets that are similar to Earth. We don't really know if they are, but we can tell that they're far enough from the sun that they're probably in that zone. You send a black knight out there. You send a fucking a thousand of these things, and they say they take fucking a hundred years to get there. If you're that advanced, say, say you live for five hundred years. Within 500 years, you know, like fucking hundreds of planets that are habitable to your evolution, to your like, uh, like, That'd body, be suitable like body, to your yeah, form, like, yeah. like your body chemistry, right? Like we're carbon based. So if you're carbon based and you find planets that are similar to ours, chances of there being life there, if like the, if like the laws of physics are universal throughout the galaxy, who's to say if there's like a planet that's, if there's a sun a certain size and the same ratio to that that sun to this planet is the same as Earth to our sun, who's to say that life wouldn't form there until you actually send out a satellite and kind of take a bunch of fucking measurements and pictures and whatever else? Fucking pretty cool. No, I I really like that theory because that's like the shape. Like if you think about it, we're at the beginning stages of doing that because we're sending shit to Saturn and Ceres and like all this shit and we're just crashing them, like crashing them, taking pictures, sending probes, but we're doing that. So eventually we have these good satellites that we have just like, Oh, they're just going to orbit the planet forever and send us information. Boom. Done. Yeah. And if you had, if you are like that advanced where you could like send a satellite where it would never fall, like never become like trapped in the gravity it would always stay in the exact same rotation of a planet. You have like constant, constant communication unless like the one in a million where some type of space debris actually hits your satellite like maybe that happens but for the most part i think if you fucking lock a fucking satellite in gravitational pull of a planet it's there for the long haul hmm pretty oh, that's a really cool theory okay you want to go on a couple more alien races here dan what do you got yeah um as you know when i Doing the research on different alien species, like most of the ones I know, I know there's the couple uh, YouTube videos and and various documents out there that that uh, report that there are more than like more than eighty races of of extraterrestrials out there, and they identify and they give descriptions. I kind of think it boils down to basically the th- like big three, which are like the Greys, the the Nordics and, and the, and the reptilians. And then I, I mean, I can talk about the Nordics the Nordics a little bit. Um, a lot of those are mentioned or, or just different variations on the Nordic looking aliens and these aliens that look very much extraterrestrials that look very much like us, you know, just the, you know, the blonde hair, blue eyes, light skin, uh, technologically advanced. And they've been around on earth for thousands of years. If, uh, if you want to believe that, um, and they've been in contact with us uh, as recently as you know. You had the the theories that the the Nazis were working with some sort of with some sort of Nordic race. Uh, it could have either been the the whole race, or I I would tend to believe maybe it was perhaps like a faction of the Nordic aliens. Um, I can't see why they would kind of back that stuff, but it, you know, Nazi. They're saying that Nazis had all kinds of technology, which they had either been. Uh, 
given by the Nordics or reverse engineered from the Nordic aliens. Uh, and that's where they got the idea for their, their Aryan race, their pure blonde hair, blue eyes. That was their, uh, you know, oh, from, no, from I, could, I could definitely get on board with that because yeah, they call well, like the theory goes that the Nazis called them the alien being or the Aryan beings from the hollow earth that they made contact with where that theory comes from, who really knows, but the same thing, like Aryan, Aryan, the Aryan aliens, blonde hair, blue eyes, the Nordics, blonde hair, blue eyes. And then because the Aust- the Austrians and the Germans claimed that most of their p- people were blonde hair, blue eyes, that they thought that they were the master race and they should have fucking continued on through the world, enslaving and killing a bunch of millions of people. But it's, yeah, like that, like it keeps coming up. Like I get you, like the Nordics, blonde hair, blue eyes, human-like, Ah, it kind of fits with the rest of the theories, like definitely with the Nazi theory too, for sure. Let's yeah. let's be honest here, though. Of all species on Earth, if you had to pick one that doesn't fit, I would say, hundred percent humans. Like we don't fit. Like we're so vastly different. Like we're like you could you can make the stretch to primates, but still we're like we're so vastly different from any other species on this planet. Yeah. We definitely are. Yeah. Well, because pretty much because we murdered everything else. Yeah. Like, yeah, but, but that I mean, there's go, a lot of, there's a lot of evidence go, coming out now that there were like Homo sapiens sapien, our species, were not the only ones. I mean, you had Cro-Magnon, you had Neanderthals, you had the Denisovans now, which are another completely, uh, been, they've been identified as a completely different species, but they were hominids. They were, you know, they're tool building, you know, fire wielding humanoids. And we, we killed them. Or, or, you know, push them into extinction. Homo florensis, the tiny little hobbit people. You know, it, it's our family tree is, is you know, is more complicated than we believe it to be. And most of these places that, that the evidence that we're finding now is that, you know, we pretty much murdered everything else that was relative, that was even close to us. Yeah, like, well, you say murdered, but like, we don't really know if we murdered them. But there was some type of fucking something happened where for some reason, Homo sapiens are the only humanoid being on this planet to really thrive through the ages whatever that was oh, i mean i know they've said i i mean i say murder but you, i i probably yeah, extrapolate that from the from the evidence that they've had like people well either we interbred with neanderthals there is evidence of neanderthal dna uh in ours uh some of the chromosomes that we have are identified are common with neanderthal dna that they've extracted from from bones and uh, uh fossil evidence of uh, hominid, other hominids and uh but a lot of it is like they have you know evidence of uh homo sapiens sapiens uh tools and 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 injuries caused by weapons that they would have primitive weapons they would have used at the time on neanderthals right so i mean i'd say that that we we naturally would come in conflict i mean just look at the way that humans are by themselves like when you're you're fighting over tiny little pieces of land or you know ideas and religion and then you have a completely different species like i would think that we would just be like nope <laughs> like they would just go in there and, and run them out or at least push them off you know into you know into extinction basically i mean the denisovans right now they find them in places like siberia which is like almost uninhabitable uh as far as anything, the cold and, and things like that, and maybe we push them there, like you know, right. That's what I think. <laughs> yeah, like I know, like, I'm totally on board with like the ancient, the ancient culture of humans is not exactly what they tell us. Like, there's more to just like 
ah, hum- Homo sapiens, we just evolved and we're the best, and that was it. I think there's something more there. But let's uh, let's keep going with some, a couple of alien races here before we fucking close her down. So I yeah, got, what do you got next, though? What do you got? I, I got just... I got one. You ever heard of the Syrian hybrids? Who? They I guess oh, yeah. are a hyper sapien are highly evolved and according to the records have a lot of contact with us humans since the beginning of our time. They're said to be the father race of humans. And they came together to help create humans genetically. So I guess maybe like kind of like the Anunnaki kind of people. Many ancient prophecies and spiritual texts say extraterrestrials were involved in the creation of human beings. We've talked about that before with the Anunnaki. And I guess the Syrians, they kind of look like, I guess, uh, if you've seen Avatar, like the blue kind of figure. The yeah. Syrians kind of look like that. They got, they're kind of like blue pale skin with bald, like no hair. They're a bit taller than humans defined muscles and they have a warm bluish tone on their skin and i guess and, uh, when you when you say syrians like i'm assuming that they're from the Sirius star system or at least yep. that's what they're implying yep. that's what they're right? implying yeah and that yeah a lot of a lot of ancient cultures like they mark the Sirius stars like the dogon tribes from from i think northern africa is one of the one of the popular ones uh, they, they, their culture goes back thousands and thousands of years where they, they identify the Sirius star system as like the origin of human life, that there were makers or there were, there were beings that came from the Sirius star system to begin life on earth. So, I mean, it kind of jives with that. Yeah, no, fuck. Yeah. I can definitely get, get on board with that because yeah, I've, you, you read a lot, a lot of that, like ancient, like ancient cultures always talking about the star system, Sirius, like Sirius and also like Orion too. So, man, there's like it's weird. It's just super weird that they would like these people from thousands of years ago would in their astronom- astronomical charts would put these type of star systems as like the start of intelligent life on Earth. It's fucking pretty weird. Mind boggling. Yeah. I'm gonna have a quick drink. Quick drink here. Yeah, mind boggling. Woo. <laughs> yeah. So we got the Syrians. Who else we got? It's another one for Braden. What do you got? Um. Okay, hold on. Oh, I fucking destroyed the page. There we go. Okay. So the rat, the rans, R A dash A N S. They landed on Earth approximately 110,000 years ago in an extraterrestrial mission to help Earthlings with their mental and spiritual evolution. Oh, God. I I know this one's going downhill right from here. Their main focus geo, geographically was in Egypt and the Mayan civilization. The Ra refer to themselves as the sixth density social memory complex. They no longer have physical bodies. They are light beings. However, they are able to materialize bodies as they need. They came to Egypt in bell-shaped UFO aircraft. But why? Like, why would you need an aircraft if you're light beings? Anyways, sorry. I, I don't know why I question this. They refer to themselves as humble messengers of the law of one. I don't know what the law of one is. That's interesting. They no longer operate in linear time as we do on Earth. They refer to themselves as a social memory complex, although still do have individual identities within this understanding. 
they attempt to help in technical ways in terms of healing of mind, body, and spirit through the use of crystals. Ugh. They were also involved in the building of the Great Pyramids of Giza. They made some contact in they made some contact in the Holy Land also. The pharaoh they contacted was Akhenaton in the Akhenaten in the 18th dynasty. He's the alien king. Yep. The the pharaoh accepted the teachings of the law of one. However, his priests only gave this teaching lip service. The pyramids they helped create were used for spiritual initiation. And in this current day and age, they refer to the Great Pyramid as a piano out of tune. They apparently originally had some connection with the planet Venus, however, no longer do now. In their physical manifestation of Earth, the physical bodies have a golden luster because of their high vibration. They do not apparently stay too long. They did not apparently stay too long in Egypt once they realized that what they were they taught was being distorted. They stayed a little bit longer in South America where they had a little more success. Uh, you know, that's kind of cool with like the 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 piano to tune thing like the pyramids were like something that connected us with Venus and now that's it's like out of yeah. tune like that's kind of cool to think about. Yeah, I mean the, the pyramids originally when they were built, I mean people said they uh they're originally completely white um when they were built and I think at least one of them uh, I can't remember if there's evidence for it, but some people have said that uh, they said they were topped with like giant, like giant. The top was like a giant piece of quartz crystal. It was at the very yeah. top of one of the, the, the largest pyramid, I think. Um, so I mean that that kind of goes with the, that kind of backs the idea that crystals were used for either healing or communication or, or something like that. Hmm. Yeah. Fucking batshit crazy. So uh, that's another weird one for you guys. Uh, the raw ants. So the raw ants. All right. <laughs> Apparently helped out the Egyptians and the Mayans, but we all know what happened to them. <laughs> they bit. didn't end up too well. <laughs> you know what? Well, the the king Akhenaten didn't end up too well. He was a uh, yeah. <laughs> the fucking the ancient the ancient cultures. We've talked about pyramids before. It's so fucking crazy how all pyramids on Earth have come from a lot of them come from the same type of what we call the same time zone when we kind of date these fucking rocks that they build them with. So they come from the same time, the same era and let's say human evolution, but there is no contact between civilizations of that time. It's just really weird that all these fucking different ancient cultures would build pyramids at the same time, relative at the same time with no contact with each other. Like what was there must have been one central point of why everyone's building these fucking pyramids all of a sudden. Yeah, and they were all in the ley lines and stuff. Like you, you they're hear, all like you hear lined a lot of like thirty three degree parallels and stuff like that. Like there's some type of power grid of the earth that we're not really familiar with in a different type of science where like all these ancient cultures build these all these crazy structures. And, and like it, and man, and if that, you think Go for like, it. Like those pyramids in Mexico where like on the solstice and shit, the shadow makes a snake down the stairs. Like, that's insane. How the fuck? How the fuck do you plan for that? That's like, how do you plan for that insane. in those ancient? Like, you can't tell me. Like, I couldn't plan for that now. Like, I have all the tools in the world. 
and I couldn't I couldn't plan for that now and make that happen in a building like no like if you're off by one or two degrees like that's not gonna work like like it's insane like it's fucking crazy and like we talked about like Puma Punka and shit before like where these fucking stones are stacked so precisely like laser cut accuracy that you can't slide a piece of paper between them after thousands and thousands and thousands of years that's not just normal fucking human intelligence, man. That's fucking insane. Like the greatest, the greatest builders today with the greatest cranes and the greatest all this shit and the greatest scientists could not replicate some, the great like the pyramid of Giza. Like it, it just wouldn't happen. Like you can't fucking move fifty ton stones and align them up precisely with fucking like astrolog- astronomical like stars and shit. Like you, it just doesn't happen. It's yeah. Fun. I know it's, a, it's at on. least at least a, a very I don't know if it's impossible, but I know it's at least like a really big, it would be a really big challenge for today's uh, architects and engineers to build something like that. And the fact that these uh, civilizations were building these structures that were so uh, advanced in, in the methods that they use or that some of we, we still can't, we're not even sure of the methods that they used and how they got the, the cut so precise and how they got the details on some of their, some of the carvings. So, so which are so, some of them are so intricate that you're like, I couldn't do this with lasers. Like, how would you do this? You know? And it's, it's, yeah, it's mind boggling. It's fucking mind boggling. (laughs) You got, at the time, the technology was fucking hammer and chisel, right? Like, it's It's basically, it's like, that's what they tell us. us. Like, hand operated tools. (laughs) Hand operated tools. You're going to make these perfect fucking circles, like through fucking solid rock. You're going to make these, precise precise within like 0.001% measurements on these fucking rock pyramids like uh, come on come on guys like it's some other it was an ancient culture that was way highly more highly advanced than we are with a different type of energy that we've just been led in the dark or it was fucking aliens man there's only two options like fuck it's crazy yeah it's very true um how am I looking for time okay I got, I got one more alien race and then we'll fucking start wrapping it up all right, so All right. what do you got? Okay, so I guess supposedly the most ancient race of our entire Milky Way galaxy, they are called the Arcturians. Boom. They are a hyper-sapien, highly evolved race of alien beings. They are profoundly aware, innovative, and experienced. And I guess it's been said that the Arcturian system that was first seeded in this galaxy, which initiated a series of descending races further into the galaxy. So I guess the Arcturians are pretty much the aliens from Prometheus that have pretty much, they're pretty much the progenitor race who have fucking spawned all Yeah, it's like they're the the template. Yeah, they spawned intelligent Mm -hmm. life through our galaxy at least. Maybe even other galaxies, who knows, but... They, they said, it's pretty much says that Arcturians come in many forms because their their highly advanced consci- consciousness allows them to pass through singularity and complex, comple- completely coexist in a powerful, advanced, high vibrational reality. So pretty much, you are interdimensional beings at that point. Wow. Like <laughs> <laughs> oh well, I guess they're. The race is, prim- is supposed to be approximately four to five feet high, blue skin, large brains. Their bodies are, however, surprisingly ample and have the fi- a fit shape about them. So I guess they're pretty. So they shape- look like um, uh, what's his name, Doc Manhattan from uh, The Watchmen. Oh yeah, yeah, pretty much, but a little bit shorter. But yeah, same kind of thing, I guess. So yeah, I guess these are 
the Arcturians are accelerating and becoming less physical. So I guess they're turning more to like a high vibrational, like pretty much energy being not really physical anymore. Mm. So maybe they're turning into raw ends is what you're saying? Which well, exist outside of time. Yeah, I guess the raw, like <laughs> the raw ends supposedly, I guess, are like that. But these guys are supposed to be the highly, most highly advanced race in our galaxy. So in our maybe galaxy. They're- they're yeah, in our galaxy. In our galaxy. But you know what? They're probably fucking interdimensional beings, like because yeah. they're they're human shaped. They look. They have fucking big heads. They got two eyes. They're a little blue, but they yeah. pretty much look human for the most part. Probably more human than Mister Conspiracy. Well, most <laughs> most people are. Um. All right. Well, should uh. That's pretty much it. I think for yeah. well, like, there's, there's there's plenty more alien species. Yeah, there's claimed to be what is there like ninety three they say, but those are like some of the bigger. Yeah, if we miss it, I think. I, well, we already talked about reptilians. You know, we covered on that one. Uh, I pretty much their their secret agenda. They've been here for a while. Uh, we threw down some pretty. Braden put down some pretty weird ones, which you probably most Fuck of us yeah. probably didn't even know about. Yeah, those are out there. So People think, think of those ones. No. We definitely didn't cover all of them, but if we covered no. all of them, this would be like a six-part podcast, and we'd be here forever. Yeah, we can, <laughs> yeah, but we, we can't can, do we, that. We can definitely, we can definitely do another alien species one later on. Yep. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Can. Um. Okay. Well, let's get into uh, some five-star reviews on iTunes. Woo! Yeah. Um. I see. I can't remember where I left off with the last week because it's been a little while. So I might repeat one. I tell you, um, I tell you if you do. Love the show, Edmonton Greg, December 21st. I have been a loyal listener since episode one. I really like how they have taken this genre and they put their own twist on it. Good for learning some new information and also a bunch of laughs. Keep up the good work, boys. Nice. That's from Edmonton Greg. Thanks, Edmonton Greg. Thanks, Greg. All right. uh, Next one. This one's on Christmas Eve. Pretty all right, eh? From the, <laughs> this one's Pretty five star right. review from the real Ron Pond. That's five stars is the real Ron right. Pond. The real the Ron real, Pond. The real real Ron Pond. I'm trying to track him down for months. A bunch of good old Canadian boys spitting truths and dropping knowledge bombs. Better take yourself a listen. Otherwise, old Ron might just have to feed you. The bony five to the snot box. <laughs> snot box. <laughs> that's funny. So that's from uh, the real Ron Pond. Uh, thanks for that review. And uh, finally, Groovy, five star review from Firefrotch on Christmas Day. You guys are the cat's meow. That's it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> oh, merry well, merry hey, Christmas no. to us. Hey, that's thank nice you, Christmas friends. No, that's a, that's a good Christmas present. Uh, we're very thankful. Um, the cats. Yeah. Zell, who's your prolapser of the week? I, I'm very interested to know. Oh, give me a second. I forgot. I forgot what I was going to say here. Keep going. Going with something else. I'll be right back. Be right. Be right back with um, prolapser of the week. Okay. Um. Well, I can say some people who have been like, um, who. Cause I don't have the Facebook app, so I just have the Twitter. So when you're, when you're messaging on Twitter, uh, I would say 75% of the time you're talking with me and the other time you're talking to Zell. If you're on, if you're on Facebook, you're talking to Zell and you're not talking to me, but, um, 
Oh, hold on. I so I just pull up Twitter because I was gonna pull up a couple of people that uh, on Twitter that I've been liking the feed. But we got one last great question. Um, this one's from Jacob Wilson at Jacob underscore Wilson. How soon until Mister Conspiracy gets his life together and finally becomes Doctor Conspiracy? <laughs> <laughs> Doctor, are you kidding me right now? No, oh he's never God. being fucking Doctor Conspiracy. <laughs> I do like the name. I love Dr. the name. Conspiracy. I love the name, but but like, no, this guy uh, sucks. Never, not soon enough. Like this is that's fucking that will never. That's happen. a lifetime away. Maybe his <laughs> maybe his child might amount to Doctor Conspiracy. I don't know. His spawn. I don't know. Who knows? But um, no, there's been lots of uh, lots of good good feed on speed uh, on lots of good stuff on Twitter. Um, I want to. Uh, at Chubby Birds Nest, Chubby Birds Nest always sends us various space news. Uh, we definitely appreciate that. Um, who else? Um, UFO Today, Hysteria 51. Uh, it's another uh conspiracy podcast. So if you like ours, um, I personally haven't listened to Hysteria 51. But we talk with them all the time online, so why not give them a listen? Um, it'll be obviously some fresh views on some similar ideas, so uh, give them a listen. No, they're why not. Yeah. No, uh, hey, you know what? They're good. I'm actually. I think uh, I'm going to go on one of their podcasts. Actually, I'm going to do. I'm going to do chemtrails on one of their podcasts in the next few weeks here. Ah, uh, cool. I also think you booked me to do a Lisa Lamb, I believe. Well, I, I tentatively booked you, and then I forgot to talk to you about it. So maybe you're maybe you're doing it, maybe you're not. But that's not till February. But. Yeah, we got uh, we got Hysteria Fifty One. We got Secret Transmissions podcast, another one just like ours. So if uh, you're waiting for one of ours one time, instead of making fun of us for not putting one out, just go listen to one of theirs. There you go. Yeah, ch- check out some of our friends. Like we we talked to all these guys. So um, no, we definitely. Uh, it's always good to have different looks on different things and more eyes on the same topics because you uh, you uncover more uh, the more than. More than meets the eye. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, the more you know, you know, more information is power. The more you know. No, you can't. You know what? You can't have enough fucking alien conspiracy podcasts. It's impossible. So fucking go check them out. Who cares? Okay, um, I'm, I'm, right. go, I'm going with Prolapser. Zell's prolapse of the week. Da, da. It is this week. Ben Wallgate. This guy's been around for a while. He's always messaging. He's always fucking joining on the fucking Facebook conversations. So Ben Wallgate, you are Zell's prolapser of the week. Keep listening. Tell all your friends. You're the man. Um, I actually also had a prolapser that I wanted to give a shout out to. Um, I gave a shout out to the guy who wanted to talk about his brother, right? Who shit was going to shit himself. Yeah, you did. Hey, right, good. I just wanted to make sure I talked about that one. Um, uh, Brianna, Brianna Verdone for sending pictures of uh, her ATT shirt. Yeah. Thank um, you, Brianna. Yeah, thank you, and uh, yeah, we appreciate that. So if you, if you were one of the lucky few that ordered the first round of AT t-shirts, send us pictures. Not even hashtag Ask Dan has sent us pictures yet of his shirt <laughs> that you know he claims you know he what? received. I'm really bad. On the topic of social media, I'm sorry. I apologize. I am really bad at social media. He's going to get better. Um, He's going to get better. You know, Zell, just gave, Zell just gave me, uh, I just got permissions on the Facebook thing, and notifications started popping up. So I'll try to be more active on that. On that, if you want to, you know, questions throw my way. Uh, 
yeah, I'll I'll get on him. <laughs> Dan is part of Facebook. It's my resolution for Dan this year. <laughs> Dan is part of Facebook now. He will answer anything you ask him. Right, Dan? Yep. Yeah, I promise this there. It's my New Year's resolution. Right. Hashtag ask Dan. No, okay. Yep. One more, more thing. The old we're talking about the shirts. The the first batch of shirts is gone. There's no more left. Completely Holy gone. Fuck. Limited edition. Oh. I have one. I have a couple shirts left that I'm going to save. For, I'm going to save for some uh, giveaways here in the future. But the next batch of shirts will be coming in the next. I'm going to say within the next three weeks. I'm going to set up on the website an actual fucking page where you can actually buy them without having to just transfer through PayPal. So that's going to be coming here. I'm working on that next week. So hopefully the website's back. Hopefully the forums back too because they've been fucked up as I said before. So we'll see. New year. Big changes with ATT. Big changes. We're going to have more case files. And yeah, it's going to be good. Can't wait. Oh, uh, you know what? What else well, we got? I, I, don't, I don't got anything else. I got anything. No, nah, me either. That's, uh, I think that's it. So, um, you know what? Uh, as we always like to say to end these things, uh, life or, oh, I almost went, you know what? Why not? Life will find a way. Life will find a way. Keep so, those eyes on the skies. You know what? Also, truth will find a way. Truth will find a way. All right. Also, the truth is out there. Ooh. Now we'll be back next week. All right. Keep those eyes on the skies. Thanks, guys. Bye. Well, hold the phone. There's one thing I was going to do that I forgot, so I'm going to do it right now. What I'm going to start doing is I've been recording some bands, so I'm going to put some of their music at the end of our podcast. You guys take a listen and let me know. This first band is a local band from Kelowna, BC here called The Magnificent Rifles. They're like a kind of a rock, funk, blues band with an attitude. That's what they say. So look them up on Facebook if you like the music on Bandcamp. If you want to support them, here you go. Cheers. Oh, oh, oh. I 